Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Estás escuchando Échale Podcast, a podcast where we embrace our Latinidad. The good, the bad, the ugly. You love English? Te encanta el español? Well, we got a whole lot of Spanglish. A storytelling podcast. And like my mom used to say, Échale, mijo, que tú puedes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Échale Podcast. My name is Jose Quintero, and I've decided that probably once a month I'm going to make episodes about money. I feel like that's one of the big topics in 2023 that we should be focusing on is talking about money and financial literacy. I think that is one of the topics como Latinos necesitamos aprender un poquito más. And I wanted to go ahead and bring back, uh, I think about two weeks ago, I had Morris, uh, who is a fraternity brother and friend. And this time around, I have Eddie, who is also our fraternity brother and friend. And it is literally because of these two people that I started learning more about investing. I've always had this itch about business and investing, but I've never, uh, how would I say it? I never actually did it. <laughs> until I graduated. And then I started picking these guys' brains. And keep in mind that these guys are younger than I am. So, you know, an old dog can learn new tricks from a younger dog. So, Eddie, bienvenido una vez más al podcast. What up, brother? What's up? What's up, man? Nothing. I appreciate you for having me back. Oh, no. You know what? I always appreciate the time that you make because, you know, time is money and we like to make sure our time is put into something well spent. So, gracias. And in today's episodes, we're going to kind of go into a couple of little topics about money, but primarily if you're listening and you're just like, I just don't know where to start. I don't, I have a hundred bucks. I have a thousand bucks. I have 20,000 bucks. Where do I start? So before I get started and we get started uh, identifying where to put that money in, what is the first step that people need in order to start investing? What should they have, Eddie? <clears throat> I think when it comes to investing, right, there's a lot of different um ways you can go about it but in regards like my personal favorite um thing to invest in is a stock is a stock market right it's easy um it's accessible to everyone um and it doesn't require a lot of money right so if you want to get into stocks all you need is your um, social and if you don't have a social you can use your itin um a bank account internet a laptop and or even your cell phone, and that's pretty much it. Uh huh. All right. No, that's awesome. Is that one of the reasons? Well, I haven't even asked. Why did you start investing? <laughs> um. Well, for me, I guess just growing up, right? Like, um, my parents were always hustlers, right? Just naturally, as Latinos, we're always working. You know, we're always getting to it. Um. So my mom, I guess, she would take me to some of her jobs, and I would see her working and stuff, right? And for me, that kind of inspired me, right? So I was that kid at school who would sell candy. Um, I remember like when tech decks were like big, I was, I was selling those too. Um, I even had people in school selling for me, right? So they were selling candy. I had my own like business there. Um, and I think as I got older, right, I was kind of like, man, I want to make more money, right? Like the money that I have is cool, but I always find that it leaves my pocket like pretty quick, right? Because I'm just looking to spend it. So that kind of sparked my interest as far as like, hey, how can I keep more money? How can I have money coming in without me having to constantly be um, physically working? So from, from there, I kind of, um, you know, started looking at ways to invest. My first investment was actually in crypto. Right back, I think in 2017. Yeah, I was like just hanging around with some friends and then they talked about crypto. 
Um, and, you know, I, I was like, oh, okay, let me check it out. Put some money in. Um, and at first it went up, right? I think I want to say I put in like, like four grand, five grand, somewhere around there off the top of my head. Um, and then I remember it went up. So I, I went up probably like a thousand bucks. And then I was like, dang, I'm about to get rich. But and then uh, like shortly after it dropped, right? And it, and it tanked. I think I had like 2000 left or whatever. I just sold it. And then from there, I just been constantly researching, um, learning about investing. And uh, that brings me to where I am today. So when you started investing, obviously you started in crypto and you started seeing your growth. Did at any point uh, were you were you like, oh, my God, like worried, all nervous that you were going to lose it all? Um, because it's a I wouldn't risk. say I was. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely it was a risk. But I think me just being uh, young and eager, right? I think I want to say I was probably what twenty seventeen. Damn, I, <laughs> six I years mean, ago. I need how, to do the math. Yeah, how old are you? <laughs> I was. I'm twenty six, so I was like twenty, twenty nineteen, somewhere around there. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't thinking about that. I was. Again, my goal is like, oh, I'm going to get rich, right? I had that get rich quick uh, mentality. Like, ding, okay, I'm going to put money in here. Hopefully, it, it grows and then I'm rich. And then, boom, I'm going to be set, right? So, that was my mentality. Yeah, and then when did you start going away from crypto? Obviously, at 19 years old and trying to understand how the stock market works and what crypto actually is, you probably... We're like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start investing in stocks. What was the first stock that you got and how much did you put in? Yeah. So again, um, right after crypto, um, I think that kind of like sparked my interest into stocks, right? Because I heard about uh, Snapchat going going public, right? Oh, shoot. So and then me, I was like, okay, this might be the next thing, right? Like, oh, it's Snapchat. Everyone's using it. Um, so I put a thousand dollars in in into that, um, and that from there I just been kind of like learning, right? So that was my first step. I mean, my first uh, investment was uh, in Snapchat, but and then like in 2020, um, I think it popped off a little bit, and and um, and I sold it for the same amount. I think I made like 20 bucks. Dang, but, but you held um, it. Wait, when did you start investing in Snapchat? I'm assuming you started investing 20, 2017. Snapchat yeah. became IPO in 2017 or did it become IPO? Yeah. Okay. I think it IPO'd in 2017 or 2018. I can't remember off the top of my head. What does IPO mean? Because we're using this fancy word. Yeah. <laughs> so IPO stands for initial public offering, right? So that's when a company goes public and allows, um, you know, basically anyone to invest in that in that company's um, stock mm -hmm. and take ownership. Okay, awesome. That's really good information for those who are probably considering uh, investing and whatnot. What made you start looking into other stocks and what were those other stocks? Because we're going to get into dividends later on, which I know that yeah. is like your favorite type yep. of stock. Um, so I think... For me, right, what kind of got me interested in in everything else um, was just seeing how the movement of the stock just going up and down. Like, hey, what's why why is it going higher? Why is it going lower? Right. So I from there I started reading more books. Um, a book that helped me to kind of like get my like stock. I would say stock market IQ kind of up a little bit was this book by um, Tony Robbins. It's, it's called Unshakable. Mm. And he basically um, gives a little bit of insight on, on the stock market, right? As far as like um, what to invest in. I think he mentioned index funds, right? So from there, I started doing my research on that. And basically what an index fund is, is it basically tracks um, a collection of stocks in, in a portfolio. Right. So I think the like, for example, one of the most common um, index is the S&P 500. Right. Uh, that is basically a portfolio that tracks the, the 500 largest U.S. stocks. Right. Um, and that's actually one that I start. That was the next stock 
or ETF that I invested my money in, mm. right? Um, the annual return on that one, on average, since 1928, uh, with dividends reinvested, is 11%, right? Mm. So if you don't know where to start or like, hey, I completely lost, right? I think um, index funds is where it's at. And a good analogy that I like to use that kind of helped me is think of food, right? Uh So like when you go to a restaurant, they have a lot of different appetizers, right? So they might have the mozzarella sticks. They might have, um, I don't know, maybe like some pan. They might have, you know, chips and some guacamole, some boneless wings, right? So each individual appetizer is represents a stock right each one individually and the sampler which has a little bit of each of those appetizers that's basically what an index fund is right so it's it's a portfolio a basket a sampler of all those other companies in it yeah, uh, I think uh, it's very crucial what you're saying because maybe you're listening to this episode and you're saying, wow, like this conversation about money, it's getting very repetitive. I don't want to hear it because you're so, I want to say insecure about looking into your own finances. Like you're the type of person that's probably like looking at your bank account all the time and you hate that fact that you don't have any savings. You hate the fact that you don't have uh, any money and you hate the fact that you're living paycheck to paycheck. But I promise promise you the more that you hear about money from people like Eddie, from people like Morris, who was on the podcast two weeks ago, the more you're going to start becoming aware of your own finances. And it's very important that you start building that generational wealth so your kids, it doesn't become like this cyclical thing. So definitely pay attention to what he's saying, that he was he focused on these index funds, which are, are index funds, correct me if I'm wrong, are they also similar to ETFs? Yeah, so an ETF is basically an exchange-traded fund, which um, trades like a regular stock, right? Technically, you can't um, actually invest in an index fund. What it's called is an exchange-traded fund, which is an ETF which you invest in. Got you, got you. But it tracks an index. Yeah, so one of the ETFs that uh, um, that you love that you shared with me was SPHD, right? Yeah. That is one of the very first stocks that I remember that I got. So can you explain a little bit of what that one is? Uh, because I know it's more on the lower risk side. And it's also most like eco... I don't want to say eco-friendly. Like, no cuesta nada, pues. No cuesta, no cuesta yeah. mucho. Yeah, so SPHD is basically a high dividend, low volatility ETF, meaning that um, out of the top 500 largest companies in the US, they select the companies that pay the highest dividend and that also have the lowest price fluctuations, right? So the goal is to have consistent dividend coming in without having all the price movement from going up and down like crazy, right? So it's supposed to be pretty pretty smooth. Um, and one thing that I liked about it is, well, two things that I like about it, right? When I found out, one is that it, it's not as expensive, mm. right? So I think right now it's like around $40. So, you know, I, I think we all have $40 to, to invest, right? Um, it's about the same amount as going out to eat maybe a couple of times right? Or even getting a meal, right? So 40 bucks, you could drop that in there. Um, and they pay you each month. Yeah. Which which is beautiful. That's a monthly dividend. I remember. And uh, as you're listening to this episode, uh, you're probably looking at your phone and maybe checking out some brokerage accounts such as Robinhood, such as Charles Schwab, such as Webull, which these are brokers where stocks actually are are, like you can buy and trade stocks is basically there. But if you're looking at SPHD and you're just like, dang, 40 bucks, like that's not bad. And then, because that's that's what I thought when I saw it. Then you see other ETFs like VOO, which are a little bit pricier. And by pricier, I mean yeah. one share is about 
$350 right now. Yeah. Yeah. So that can be a little bit more intimidating, but I kid you not. I've been doing this for about a year and a half already. A little, yeah, right after the pandemic, not after the pandemic, but after it started a couple months into it. And I was like, when the hell am I going to own or have enough to buy this $300 stock? It gets easier to buy larger stocks. And te- when Tesla was at 800, I was like, when in the yeah. freaking world am I going to have 800 <laughs> bucks for one fucking Tesla? And guess who's got 11 shares now? <laughs> but obviously they're a That's lot cheaper right hard. now, right? They're a lot cheaper yeah. now. And they also like did a stock split. So it helps. But again, there's all these other stocks that you, you can go ahead. I want you to tell me like your top five favorite stocks right now. Top five favorite stocks right now. Um, one is Pepsi. Ooh. Right. Um, the reason why I like Pepsi is they own Frito-Lay, right? Okay. So Hot Cheetos is big, right? So if you're eating Hot Cheetos, Pepsi owns them, right? So that's a good one. Um, and they pay a dividend. Um, another one I would say is Kraft Hanes. So, you know, they may catch up. Um, another one, obviously SPHD, they pay me each month. Another one that I've actually, um, been adding to my portfolio is, um, Simon property group. Oh, so they own, um, it's a real estate. Is it a REIT company? Right. Yeah. It's a REIT. Okay. So a good thing about REITs is that their dividends are typically higher because in order to be considered uh, REIT, which stands for Real Estate Investment Trust, they have to pay 80% of the profits, right? So they have to give it out to their shareholders, right? Um, but yeah, SPG, Simon Property Group, um, they basically own malls, mm. right? So I'm pretty sure there's like some malls that you've gone to um, and, and you'll see it, right? A lot of times they have like um, luxury stores or um, outlets and things like that. And, you know, in America, we, we typically like to spend right a lot. So I'm like, Hey, we, who doesn't like shopping over here, especially during the holidays. Right. So Simon property group was one that I've been adding. So that's one that I would add to, to my list. Um, how many was that for? I think that was four. SPHD. Damn. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) Craft Pepsi. And then, uh, yeah, and then the SPG. Yeah. That's SPG. four. Um, that way people one know. That I would say también. Uh-huh. Um, let, me see. let me look at my portfolio. Yeah, right go now. ahead yeah. and look at the portfolio. Oh, one that I've been looking to add. Uh-huh. Uh, or that I've been adding is actually Hanes brand. Is that? Oh, right. like H-B-I. the… H-B-I. Yeah, Hanes. Los Underwears? Yeah. What the Exactly. F- oh, I mean, look, I don't wear um, the brand, so… Yeah, Wait, they chingo. own a uh, champion. Oh, I, I like champion también. I okay. didn't know that. I didn't Once know. I started doing my research. Do they pay a dividend? Well, I know you typically only invest yep. in stocks that pay dividend. So let's go ahead and analyze these uh, shares. How much do they cost? How much um, do they pay in dividend? For example, let's yeah, go ahead and so, start with Pepsi. Mm-hmm. How much does one share so currently Pepsi. cost as of today, which at the time that we're recording this, it's uh, January 12th. So right now, um, Pepsi costs $175.86. One share. One share. And it pays out a dividend of how much? It pays a dividend of $1.15 per share. Per year or per quarter? Um, per quarter. Oh, oh, dang. So if you own yeah. well, one share at $190 of Pepsi, every three months, you're going to get a dollar and some change for a total. There's four quarters, about $4 and some change, maybe $5 per year yeah. on Pepsi. Oh, okay. exactly. Awesome. What about Kraft? Uh, uh, what was the other one? Kraft Haynes? Kraft. Haynes, yeah, but not Kraft Haynes. No los calzones, sino la katsu. So Kraft Foods right now they cost forty two dollars and forty cents, and then each quarter they pay a dividend of forty cents. Yeah, forty cents. That makes sense. 
uh, what was I going to yeah. say? Craft is one of the first stocks that I got because of you. I literally, I kid you guys not. I asked Eddie, <laughs> can I see your portfolio? And not a lot of people. And I think a, a lot in the Latino community are very much gatekeepers of money and sharing what they're investing in or how much they're investing in. Y yo bien, soy bien confianzudo, right? Like, hey, yeah. yo, let me, let me copy, basically. Let me see what you're doing because I have no freaking idea what I'm doing. And he was kind enough to show me his portfolio at the time, a year and a half ago, almost two years. And I mimicked a lot of the stocks that he has. Haynes was being one of them. I wasn't invested in Pepsi porque I was like, what the fuck? A hundred and something yeah. dollars? Hell no. Like, I'm not just going to spend money out of my own money uh, for this stock. Empiezo con los chiquitos, which is typically what a lot of people do. All right, let's go to a a SPHD. Yeah, SPHD. A ver, let me pull it up. Right now. It's a, it's a 40 something. I just, I check my yeah, stocks every single day. 45.62. And they pay about like 14 to 16 cents per stock, right? Mira. Yeah. Esto they pay about like 15 cents per month. Per month. Per month per stock. Imagine that. And then you said uh, the real estate mall one. Yeah. Simon Property Group. So I that one. Um, Got to look into that one. Yeah. That one's a little bit pricier. Oof. That one's 126. Okay, 126. And what is their dividend? But their dividend, remember, they their dividend is a little bit higher because they're a real estate investment trust, a REIT, right? So they pay a dollar and eighty cents per share per quarter. Okay, per quarter, not per month. All right, good to know. Yeah. And then the final one was Haynes, los calzones. Oh no, wait, did we? Yeah, we already said pets. Yeah. A los calzones. ¿Cuánto pagan? ¿Cuánto te están dando? So, Haynes brand, right now they cost, um, or it cost, yeah, it's at $7.95 and they oh, pay shit. 15 cents uh, per share. Wait, $7 per share at 15 cents? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, this is, so okay. let, let me throw you guys that. Yeah, this is one that I've been looking at. And, um, okay, let, let's be this transparent. This is like an alley-oop right here. All right. How, 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 and do they pay quarterly or monthly dividend? That one's um, quarterly. How many shares do you have? On that one right now, I've been like adding into it a little bit. So I have 100. 100 shares at 15 cents. You're getting yeah. $15 every three months. Yep. At, fi at a $500 investment. Oh, no. Correct. Set no. 700. Yeah. $700 investment, 15. Damn. It's really good right now. But, and then, um, uh -huh. like, one, one thing too is like, I don't know if, we, I don't think we touched on it, but when it comes to um, platforms, right? I use Robinhood. There's right? a lot I of hate. Robinhood, like, like the Apple of um, <laughs> investing, right? When it comes to, to mobile brokerages. Um, I know it gets a lot of hate. And a lot of people don't like it and stuff, but um, it's super user-friendly, easy to start. Um, and they're actually insured, right? So mm. let's say the brokerage was to go out of business, right? They file for bankruptcy. Your stocks are covered up to $500,000, mm. right? So they're part of, um, what's it called? SIPC insurance. Okay. S Securities and investments, uh, protections. Man, I got to no, look like up a, what, what SIPC stands for, but it's like FIDC, see, FIDC insurance for the bank. Yeah, but this is for your stocks. Mm, that right? I, that um, I didn't know. But, but with Robinhood, if you're part of the gold, right, if you have their membership, which is like $5 a month, and you go to the certain stocks, whichever one you're looking at, and you go down to the research report, they give you the price that that it should be at. Oh. Right? Uh -huh. It's called fair value. Oh, yeah. So what they use, how they get that um, number, it's provided by Morningstar, mm -hmm. which is a huge kind of like one of the top um, investing kind of… Um, Research? Uh, resources. Yeah. So people pay like 500, 600 bucks 
to get access to the information that they do, right? So, and then these guys are pretty accurate, mm. right? So their their numbers are their fair value is what they call it, right? Which is like, hey, if the if someone were to buy the stock, right, buy every single share, they would be worth that. They would be worth whatever that fair value is. So what is the fair so, value for like Haynes? Los pinches yeah, personas. so I was about to tell you guys. So one one thing that I do when it looks when it comes to investing in stocks is I look at the current price right now, right? Mm -hmm. So like Haynes brands, mm -hmm. um, it's like eight dollars, and I go down to Robinhood into the research report. The fair value is twenty two dollars. No mames. So, so the company's worth twenty two dollars, and right now it's at eight. So right? something so it's, is I, it's undervalued. Do you think? Uh, and then obviously, right here is where uh, some research or some critical thinking comes. Why is it undervalued? Maybe because a lot of its shipments or the lot of the supply chain issues, China. No sé qué puede yeah. hacer, but it probably is supply chain issues that are making yeah. it trade so low. So if it were to go to $22 or even close, like you're already major, making major gains. If it's 100 stocks, you're sitting exactly. at maybe $2,200. And that is how you continuously, you know, get your gains build. and you build. And, yeah. it, and it's literally this game that once you start learning how to play in it, it makes it so much easier. All right. I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and start attacking you with all these personal questions because I think it's very important when we're sharing um, and we're talking about stocks. A lot of people want to know money. How much are you getting in dividends uh, per month or per year right now? And what is the goal with with your dividends or with yeah. your stocks? Um, so right now for 2022, it say, just, we just ended it. Yeah. 2022, I think. Um, I haven't added it up, but I want to say I get like about 150 in dividends each month. Okay. Right. But I remember when I first started, right, I think I made like five bucks the whole year, 16 cents or something like that. But then the following year, right, I made like 50. And then the following year, I made 100. And then that following year, I think I got like to 500. And then now, and this is annual dividends. Mm -hmm. um, last year, I want to I want to say I broke two thousand in dividend payments. Hey. But I have to, you know, add it up. But I mean, it's a nice incentive, right? So I only invest in stocks that pay dividends because, you know, I want money now, right? I don't want to wait till like, I mean, like the four hundred one k, right? You can invest in your four hundred one k, and that's good and stuff. But you have to wait until you know, you're like 55 and a half in order to access the funds. I mean, there's other ways to to use it también, pero um, it's nice to have your own brokerage account and see cash come into your to your account. You know, yeah. it's a nice little like, um, like hey, it's uh, motivation and incentive. Yeah, it's like, oh, shoot, you know? Yeah, no sabía que... It at your bank. Exactly. It's like, como dice mi madre, ¿y ese dinero quién te lo daba? Like, who's going to give you that money? One of the things that I definitely want you to pay attention to if you're listening to this and you say, wait, what do you mean a whole year of investing and he only got five bucks? And then again, what you put in is what you get out. You said you started investing when you were 1920. Were you making what you're making now? At 1920? No. no, you were probably making mm -hmm. way less. Obviously, if you are 1920 or still in college or barely getting a, a job and you're listening to this episode, maybe that's what you're going to see the first year, but you're starting and literally time is on your side because you have such a young age. If you're a little bit older, like when I started, I started when I was 29. Entonces, ya, ya tenía pelo en el tablero. Entonces, I was like a little later in the game. So uh, let, let me just kind of go ahead and tell you my first year when I started investing. Thank you to Eddie. Thanks to Morris. And I was definitely focusing on dividends because uh, let, let's face it, like we have our money. Sometimes we are living paycheck to paycheck, but we want a little bit of extra cushion in cash. So the very first year, I was fortunate enough that I had a decent paying job at the time when I started it. Uh, investing that in that first year of investing, I made about and I obviously didn't start in the in the beginning of the year. I made about eighty bucks, 
the second time around, which was 2021, no, 2021, yeah, going to, into 2022, I think I made about 500 bucks. Oh, then I've been doing this about two years. Well, duh, the pandemic's about yeah. to hit three. <laughs> yeah. So then, then finally, as of 2023, I was like calculating it and working with my accountant and whatnot. I think I made about 2,500 in dividends. So 2500 hopefully the goal is to keep doubling that. So hopefully by the yep. end of 2023, we can have this conversation again. And I'm going to be like, yo, I broke four to five K in dividends because you just yeah. keep investing. And then it, it, it becomes addicting because once you start doing that and you realize like, yo, like I could be getting rich, rich when I'm older. You know, yep. and then it helps. I don't know if it happens with your parent, with you and your parents. Like right now, my dad's retired. He lives in Mexico. Mm-hmm. He gets his social security check, which when he started, it was 1390. So $1,390. It was increased in 2022 to $1,490. And out of 2023, he now gets 1610, which is what he uses as his retirement money, obviously he has other stuff in Mexico, like his cows, but he has expenses still. And it sucks to sometimes see him ask because I'm the one who manages his account. Hey, has my check dropped? Like, has my check come in? Because he's waiting yeah. for that check. And I'm just like, dude, I love my dad. I love my mom, but I don't want to be bugging my kids later on or not bugging my kids because he doesn't bug me. But I don't want to be, I don't know, so gun hole about waiting for a check to drop because I need it. Yeah. You know, like I want my social security and, well, I don't know if he knows about tocar, first of all. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> you know, I want my four, Exactly. I want my 401k, but I want my monthly dividends. The goal for me is $5,000 a month by the oh, age. Sheesh. Um, I don't know, maybe retirement or hopefully sooner, hopefully sooner. Cause then I'd be, imagine what you could do with $5,000 a month. It's it's a lot. Exactly. It's a lot. So it becomes this addiction that you just kind of want to keep putting in a little bit by a little bit. I want you to go ahead and talk to me about this amazing thing that you could do, which is called the dollar cost average for a lot of people who probably want to start investing, but they're like, dude, I don't even have a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, so basically dollar cost averaging is basically, um, you know, taking whatever money that you have and putting it into a stock regardless of the price, right? If it goes up, you put some money in there. It goes down, you put a little, little, you put the same amount, but you'll be able to buy more. Right. And over time, um, that allows you to have your money compound and, and work for you. Right. Instead of trying to figure out like, hey, should I buy it now? Should I buy it this? Like in- investing is simple, right? You don't have to be a rocket scientist or have a degree or anything like that, right? Um, like if you look at Morris, right? Who was on the podcast um, two weeks ago. He doesn't have a background in finance. He's he's a um, computer science, computer engineer, right? So that goes to show like, hey, you don't have to be finance oriented or anything. It's a skill you could, you could teach yourself. Right. Um, so yeah, going back to dollar cost averaging, right. You're just constantly putting money in regardless of the price. And with time, your money will compound. It's a snowball effect, right? If you take yeah. a snowball up a mountain and just let it roll, eventually it's going to get so big. Yeah. And that's, that's what we want them gains. And if so many people have taken advantage of it for years and by so many people, I mean, the Anglo community that's been here for generations, that's how they built their generational wealth. They passed down this information to their kids. They started their 401ks from the minute they were in the womb or stuff like that. That is eventually what we're trying to teach here. And that is why I wanted to make it a point that once a month, having a financial conversation with different people, that way you who is listening get something out of it, whether it be a spark of motivation or whether it be legit knowledge, you know, that's that's what we want. And that's what I hope that you guys can get. One thing that I did want to mention about Robinhood is it has a lot of hate. And I, I was seeing it today in an in a Instagram video for those who are in trading, 
like if you want to trade something quick and sometimes it doesn't go through as quickly as other um, brokerage accounts. But if you're in there for a long term, like it, it don't matter. Like you're going to hold, you're not going to sell. And that's what makes it so much more easier to use. For example, like Webull just looks super complicated for me. Yeah. Like, I'm but I have boat. it. Yeah, but I have it. But I have it just in case. And then I have Charles Schwab, which I'm like, dude, this is built for somebody who was, <laughs> I don't know, maybe yeah. in their, my grandparents. I'm like, please yeah, update like it. Yeah, super old school. I'm like, please update it. Robinhood is just like, damn, super simple. I don't care if it lags when you're trying to sell. I'm not trying to sell because every stock for me has a value because it's giving me dividends. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> Damn, we could talk about yeah, money man. all the time. What is the goal? Yeah. Hola, ¿qué tal? Te saluda José Quintero y espero que estés disfrutando de este capítulo de Echale Podcast. Pero vamos a platicar de un tema que te va a encantar. Porque si eres padre de familia, si eres estudiante o si eres maestro o maestra, pon mucha atención. Porque te quiero contar sobre la beca nacional de hacer de McDonald's. Desde 1985, McDonald's ha otorgado más de 33 millones de dólares en becas. Y esta vez no va a ser la excepción. Porque este año McDonald's está dando 500 mil dólares en becas y puedes ganarte una beca de hasta 100 mil dólares, pero ahora más que nunca ayudar a estudiantes hispanos a hacer más que las generaciones anteriores, a hacer más de lo que creían ser capaz y hacer más de lo que pensaban que era posible por sí mismos por su gente, por su cultura y por un mejor futuro. Para más información sobre la beca nacional hacer de McDonald's, visita mcdonalds.com diagonal hacer Aprende más porque puedes ganar una de 30 becas. Well, just to answer your question, the goal is honestly to have financial freedom, right? And then to me, that's basically the ability to do whatever I want for as long as I want with whoever I want, right? Without worrying about, you know, um, any um, financial impact, right? And on top of that, you know, I want to make sure that my parents are good, kind of like how you mentioned, right? I want to make sure they're taken care of. And then, you know, when I do have kids in the future, they're taken care of and, and things like that, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that that's my ultimate goal. Everyone's goals are going to be different, but at the end of the day, I think everyone wants to have money, right? And be yeah. in a good financial position. And that financial freedom or that place that you want to get, that you want to get to, <laughs> right? It, it It's a numbers game. Yeah. That's all it is. The more money you put into it, the the more you're going to have in the long run, right? With time, you're going to have the ability to have it compound. Yeah. And yeah. I think a good analogy is if you take a penny and you double it for 30 days, at the end of those 30 days, you'll have um, around five five million dollars, right? Fuck? Really? So that's just the impact of compound interest. Yeah. Wait. I'm over here trying to do the math in my head. One by by when do you have even a dollar? By like okay, the four. dollar comes in by the eighth day. Oh, and then two dollars. Okay, well you know the math. Yeah. I'm over here like I'm gonna try to do it <laughs> like in my bank account. Hey, I'm gonna put a penny yeah. in today. Right? Hell no, that's not and gonna it, work. That just shows like the the impact, right? And and I think the the good thing. Um, I like how you're having you know these money talks, right? Because a lot of times. Um, we're not exposed to it, right? The the philosophies, the ideas, or like people who who kind of come from the same background that are a resource, right? I know like for me, the reason why I got into it and posting a lot more uh, on social media and things like that is because a lot of the people I look up to and uh, listen to, you know, they're either in the African-American community or they're in, you know, they're Caucasian. You know, there, I didn't really see much people that are Latinos or have the same background. You know, uh, I'm a kid from Long Beach. You know, obviously I have my LA hat on. I got a pro club on. Like, who talks like me, right? <laughs> yeah, I got a corporate job. Like, I, I have a comb over y todo. I got, you know, business casual in a suit. Like, but, but at the same time, like it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it, you know, it's like... There, there, isn't, there isn't someone who, like, dang, like, I resonate with his message. Or what he's saying or how he articulates or how he uh, explains a stock market or whatever, right? So I think yeah. that, that's, uh, that, that's, that's big, right? Um, but yeah, just getting the exposure and being around people who have a different pro 
thought process and who are getting to it, right? I think I think that's big. Your your level of exposure will determine your level of success. Yeah. You mentioned financial freedom is a goal for you. And I uh, earlier said that, shoot, I'm trying to aim for $5,000 in dividends a month. I know financial freedom is not a number, but more of a state of mind and a state of finance. But if you had mm-hmm. to put a number to it, what would yours be? Uh, financial freedom, I think for me, I mean, if I could have it cover my monthly expenses, I would say, yeah, probably like what, 4000 a month, maybe like 5000 a month, I'll be... I'll be good. Yeah. And still having your main job. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because then that's just play money. And there's so many people in my industry that I've seen throughout the years. And I'm not sure if they invest, but I know I'm sure they have to have some other types of investments like real estate and whatnot. But I'm like, man, they've told me I'm working because I love what I'm doing and I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Because it's what I love, not because I have to. And I'm like, fuck, I love what I do, but I'm doing it because I actually need to make ends meet and pay my bills. Yeah. You know, and we're trying to get to that point where we're, um, you know, we have that financial freedom. What are some of the uh, beginner level mistakes that you've seen from or heard from other people or that you yourself have done? I like, like I mentioned, when I first got started, it was uh, just trying to get rich quick. Mm, right because i guess is you just hear someone and they'll be like hey buy this stock it's going up i already made 100 bucks right and then you're like what the heck how did this guy make it right like oh shoot let me buy it and then it taints and it's like oh shoot right because you're just thinking i'm gonna get rich real quick right or i'm gonna make a a quick flip yeah so um i would say you know take your time yeah on that rush the process on that i think it's i'm gonna give everybody a clear example um and don't go and tell my mom (laughs) because my mom had a savings account of 10 grand right and i was like mom and i had already been investing for like four or five months right and my brother and i got like my little brother and my brother's kind of into it a little bit but they're still not into it again i was like mom guess what this is happening crypto it's going up bitcoin is at fifty thousand. ethereum like it's at 3k and whatnot and it's moving up and it's moving up my mom was like Dude, here's 10 grand. <laughs> I know. And it's a lot of money, right? And it's my mother's money. Um, yeah. So we invested into Bitcoin when it was like, it went down to like 45. But I was like, shoot, it's going to easily go back up to, yeah. to 60K where it was. And Ethereum was at two grand. Hell yeah. I bought two coins of Ethereum at two, uh, two grand. So that was four grand of my mom. We bought five grand of Bitcoin in there at 45 where is it now? Like we've lost about six grand of that. Yeah. You, you, I, I, my mom has her money, by the way. But <laughs> she, she says like, oye, ¿y cómo van las inversiones? They're fine, mom. They're fine. Hell yeah. no. We lost yeah. that money. Obviously, you don't really lose until you sell. And one of the things that I did, uh, I did sell. So I sold at a loss of like five grand. Mm-hmm. But, and Maybe I'll bring in an accountant to talk about this, how it'll invertedly benefit me as a tax loss harvest against my actual income, which will help yep. me pay less taxes. So there's a strategy to all this. And I feel like that's what a lot of people don't know. And you're probably listening like, que pendejo, pues sí, pendejo. Because <laughs> I followed what everybody else was saying at the time where Bitcoin was going up, Ethereum was going up, and then it tanked. And now we're seeing it like at, 1300 you know of 16 no 16,000 yeah. which you're just like well it went down down yeah but that's how you learn también right um i mean it sucks yeah. but you know you learn you learn i want to um abarcar just kind of talk about if you had $1000 you're starting from mm-hmm. scratch where would you invest that $1000 right now if I had a thousand, um, I think one, one thing that I would do, right, just going back to uh, like my 19 year old self, um, I'll it's, probably. It's 2023, where that way yeah. people can identify. It's 2023. <laughs> where would you invest your $1,000? Um, if I, if, if, 
if it was up to me, I'll probably buy a couple books. Oh, right. Um, just to get because I I think when it comes to investing, a lot of people neglect the mindset. Right? They just like, hey, give me the stock. Where do I put my money in? Right? But it's like uh, you have to like you have to reprogram your mind. Um, so I'll get some books. Two books that I would probably get would be um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill Oof. and The Science of Getting Rich by um, Wallace D. Waddles. Tell me why. Um, I'm, it's been taking me years to finish the Napoleon Hill book. Uh, yeah. because I'm, And I have it in an audio book, but I just got over, there's a chapter on sex. And I was yeah. just like, whoa, like I'm in that chapter and I want to have a yeah, whole yeah, different yeah. podcast discussion about the energy and the power of sex as it pertains to money. And I'm like, what? But it, it it's good. It's good. So I'm almost done with yeah. it. Uh, but that is really interesting that you said re- we have to reprogram your mind. I do yeah. it. Because it's hard for me to read books. I watch a YouTube video on Jaspreet. Uh, I don't know if you... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he gives Minority quick, mindset? Yeah, minority mindset. So he gives quick snackable content or 15, 20-minute discussions every fucking single day. And I'm like, bro, how do you do it? But it's yeah. making you money <laughs> somehow. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yes, it's a reprogramming of the mind. All right. So those two books are about 50 bucks total. You got yeah, 950 50 bucks, right? And then the rest, I would probably put it into um, SPHD, mm. right? Um, just leave it there. Learn, right? As I'm learning more about stocks, I'll start, you know, diversifying. But I'll just put it all in there, collect the dividends. Um, and it's it lowers your risk too, right? Yeah. Compared to if I were to put it in one single stock, if that stock goes bankrupt, you lose all your money, right? At least with the index fund. There's a bunch of different companies in that portfolio. So if one goes bankrupt, the fund, right, they'll just grab another company and replace it. So your money's not um, losing value or depreciating. What's the biggest loss on a stock that you've taken? The biggest loss? Um, <laughs> You're like, probably, I'm about to go check. Like, yeah, let me look it up because I'm I'm still holding it. Okay, you're still right? holding it. So, yeah, this was, I bought this, um, it's an index fund. During oh. COVID, right, it was like popping off like crazy. Um, you followed the trend. It happens I to did. the best of us. It's ARC Innovation, Ooh. right? Kathy Wood stock. Yep, Kathy Wood. I was going to say, um, that's Kathy Wood. That's the homegirl right there. I'm down 1,500. Damn, okay. I mean, but it, it's like offset through all my other investments right mm. so but that i think that's the biggest loss that i have right now okay sphd is what you said you would focus on and yeah. just kind of learn little by uh little all right what i don't want to go too in depth with our conversation because i definitely would have wanted to go into like what is margin alone but that just gets a really uh, a lot more yeah. complicated and whatnot or what is um Oh my God! There's yeah. just, I mean, there there's a lot when it comes to stocks that right? I still don't know the calls and yeah. puts, and I'm like, that should just confuses nah. the shit out yeah. of me. Yeah, just keep it simple, right? Just buy and hold over the long. Again, over the long run, the S and P 500, which is basically like a good reference board of how the stock market is doing, um, returns about 11 percent each year. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, they're. It has a huge track record. You don't need to do fancy charts or look into uh, the details like crazy. Buy an index fund. Keep it simple. And as you learn, you 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 could start picking individual stocks. Okay. One of the things that we've seen in when 2020 hit and maybe when a lot of stocks were crashing was people's mental health being affected by like a sudden decrease in in, in payment and unfortunately some people did die by suicide um what is your probably biggest advice for the people who see huge drops in in stocks and feel like they have fucked up if they have like big drops and they feel like they messed up um honestly i mean like it's part of the game right i mean i took an l with crypto uh, off the top of my head, I want to say it was like three grand. And I was like 19, right? So imagine a 19-year-old kid making minimum wage, right? Working probably like 
eight hours a week, yeah. maybe eight max twenty, right? Like imagine that impact. Um, but you you learn, right? Um, you'll get the money back. Just um, learn from your mistakes. Understand why you're investing in what you're investing in, right? Where you're putting your money into. Because if you don't have a strong enough why or a reason, rather than like, oh, my homie over here told me to buy this. So that's why I'm buying it. You're, yeah. you're not going to stick through it, right? Like a good example is like Pepsi, right? I love Pepsi. I'm always eating their chips, right? Uh, my little sister loves their hot Cheetos. My girlfriend loves their hot Cheetos. Like, that's a good enough example. Like, oh, everyone's buying it. It's always around me. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a good company regardless. Yeah. So and they pay a dividend. Yeah. So that's really good what you said right there. Look for stocks that you consume on the daily. So I see your AirPods right now. Like that's Apple right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Ooh, I think that's a good example, bro. Because like nine times out of ten, everyone has an iPhone. Yeah. That iPhone's like a thousand dollars. You know how much <laughs> Apple stock is? It's actually on sale basically right now. It's like a hundred and thirty. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. could buy 10 shares of Apple. And that is your, your iPhone right there. And I, I Apple does pay a quarterly dividend. So, I mean, get enough iPhones in stocks so you they could pay for your iPhone in the future. It's as simple exactly. as that. It's as simple as that. One of the reasons why I started Echale Podcast, besides what the name is, it's like Echale Ganas. But... I don't really want to focus on the Echale Ganismo because I feel like everybody's going through their own battles and everybody's going through fighting their own demons to get through. I want to know what do you want to leave on this earth? ¿Qué le quieres echar a este mundo? What do you want to put into this? Um, I think for me, the biggest thing is to inspire people or at least get them to make the jump to invest their money or change their mindset when it comes to, to money, right? Um, especially like in the Latino community, like a lot of times we're, we're always hustling, right? We're always working. We're always selling something, right? Um, but on the flip side is like, we get the money and then what? Que vamos a hacer, right? So I want to be able to inspire others to invest their money, know what to do with it, and just be in a better financial situation, right? Yeah. And you've started that with, I think, in 2020, if I'm not mistaken, or 2021, you launched your own company, which was called Dividend. It's a watch yeah. company. Yeah. So I launched a watch company. It's called uh, Dividend Industries. Uh, the, re the reason why I picked Dividend is because it, res it resonated with me, right? Um, so I only invest in dividends. And then, right, the way I see it is every time you invest right? You're basically buying back your time, right? Because mm. when we work, we're getting paid by the hour or whatever, right? Like, hey, I get paid this much per hour. So investing is basically you're buying back your time, right? So those dividends that are coming in, it's like I'm getting paid, right? Yeah. So that's how I would see it. So imagine this, if you're listening, a 24-year-old, if he was able to start, well, now you're 26, you said, right? Yeah, 26. Yeah. So you were 24, I'm assuming, at the time that you started doing your business, like, or running a business. And, yep. and I honestly started my business, which is this podcast, um, as a DBA, and then hopefully this year as a S Corp, whatnot. But you have no idea, and this is another sector of business, like the benefits that owning a business has in terms of write-offs in terms of yep. you understand why donald trump didn't pay taxes for those many years like and you cannot be mad at him about mm -mm. it and it's like bro literally there's a whole ass manual on cheat codes and yep. you just hire somebody who knows the cheat codes and it's legal so you can get mad at all these millionaires who don't pay taxes and you're just like what the fuck i pay taxes well, they, they know how to use the cheat code. And that's something they don't teach us Latinos, nor do they teach us at school. Preach. And exactly. And hence why I want to start talking about money. And this guy right here is a cheat code. Morris is a cheat code. Just dive and pick into their brains little by little. Do you have any other words to say, hermano? Yeah. Um, just about that, I think 
when it comes to taxes, right? The, the tax law favors entrepreneurs and business owners, right? Um, so shout out to G&G CPAs, right? They actually helped me and my pops uh, form my LLC. And, you know, they do a lot of tax planning and they let us know, right? Like, hey, you can actually write this off. You could do this. You could do that, right? Um, so it's, it's huge, the amount of write-offs that are available to business owners, right? So if you got a side hustle or something, you know, get the paperwork done, hit up G&G, &G, yeah. CPAs, right? Because they helped me super smooth. Yeah. Um, they'll get you set up and everything. And from there, it's like your whole life becomes a write-off. Yes. Sense, yes. Right? Yes. And I'll definitely link in the show notes uh, the Instagram for G&G &G because my pops is one of the owners. Caesar, who was uh, who I had on my previous podcast with, Salud Podcast, he's one of the owners of of G&G &G, and they do exceptional work. And I definitely recommend you just book some time with them and see what they're about, especially because tax season is literally among us. And a lot of business owners are like, and this is, dude, I'm going into like taxing. Right <laughs> I know, we're about to go somewhere else. <laughs> well, because your major was accounting or yeah, it was accounting, right? Yeah. So I, I, I majored in um, business administration with the emphasis in accounting. Yeah. Uh, but I work in finance now, right? Yeah. Uh, so accounting and finance, a little bit, a little bit the same field. But um, what, it, it's crazy because like they didn't teach us about investing, right? I was I don't like, know. So it's. I mean, I majored in marketing and I had to take some accounting and finance. And I'm like, fuck. I, I didn't know anything about investing, but yeah. to go along, if you're about to do your taxes and you're business to start a business, like it, it right now is the time to start planning for 2024 yes. taxes or when you have to file your 2023. If you're trying to fix the taxes for this year, it's too late. <laughs> and you cannot yeah. go to your accountant in December and be like, yo, I'm trying to see what I can write off because I'm not trying to pay taxes. Hell no. You're supposed to be working with your CPA or your accountant since... Today, like I literally yeah. just had my meeting with with Rafa, which is my pops, which is one of the owners of GNG, um, yesterday, and I was like, "All right, what can I spend my money on?" <laughs> and yeah. can, like what, this, so he does all my bookkeeping as well. Uh, so yes, again, I don't want to go too much into taxes because I feel like that could be like its whole other episode. Because yeah, one, again, once you start learning about money, you start getting passionate about money and that's when it, the snowball becomes uh greater and i loved what you said about your first one thousand dollars and the first thing you said was books because investing in yourself is probably the greatest investment my mom always used to say te pueden quitar todo en la vida pero lo que no te quitan es lo que tienes acá arriba en la cabeza so Hermano, where can people find you? What's your business? Are you what are you selling? What are where are you about? <laughs> yeah, um, you can find me at Eddie the Hustler on all social media platforms, YouTube, TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter. And if you ever have any questions or just want to pick my brain or like like Jose did, right? Like, hey bro, what what's your portfolio? What do you got? Just send me a DM, send me a message, and I'll let you know. I'm always showing my my dividend payments, right? Mm -hmm. So right there, you can see it too. Yeah, you really are posting it on Insta stories uh, all the time, like every month or every quarter. You're posting your like, hey, how much dividends did you get? And it kind of almost on my end feels like a competition. I'm like, oh, I gotta be ready, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a good way. And yeah. I, I mean, I haven't posted them in a while, but I did at some point, and. You know, people do DM you and they're like, hey, how can I start and whatnot? But again, not, a lot of people will DM you, but it's up to you individually to take that first step. Like we're out here. Action. The resources is the resource is out here. Are you going to go ahead and grab that resource and take advantage of it? Because we're not we're not gatekeepers of knowledge. We're here to share. We're here to uplift and we're here to, you know, Ah, ya somos chingones como latinos, but we got to get our finances together too. Yep, yep. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll probably have Eddie back for another episode. Let us know what you think. Don't forget to share this podcast if you thought it was helpful, useful. Comment on what you would like to hear more of on the podcast. And don't forget to follow Eddie at Eddie the Hustler on his Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and also HLA Podcast on HLA Podcast TikTok as well and Instagram. But most importantly, keep sharing the podcast because we about to grow it this year. Muchísimas gracias. Thank you so much. Gracias por escuchar Echale Podcast. If you made it this far, I ask of you one thing. If this podcast made you think, reflect, or enter an existential crisis, then share it with me on social media. Nothing would make me happier than knowing that these stories had a real impact. Nos vemos el próximo martes with more stories and más chisme. This was Echale Podcast. Echale Podcast. Echale Podcast.